Happy Tuesday, Wildcat fans. On this show, we are going to talk some Arizona football, but most of our Arizona basketball, but also what does Arizona football need to do to get to a bowl game? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but first and foremost, we are going to talk about Arizona Wildcats football and what it needs to get, do to get to a bowl game. All right, it has been a long time since Arizona's been to a bowl game. This was the last time Arizona was in a bowl game was during the Khalil Tate season. That's how far away it was. That's how far back it was. So we're talking a little bit of time right here, Wildcat fans, as I think we all know. Um, but first, what does Arizona need to do to get to a bowl game? Um, first, the offense has to take even a next step. Now, the offense was awesome last year. I mean, I think that it was hard. it's hard to look at the offense and say that there wasn't massive, massive improvement. You could say a lot of that is because there was nowhere to go but from but up. And you would be right about that. But there's also some other things that factor here. And a big part of it is, can Jade and Delora take that next leap? Now, again, we talked about it yesterday. Delora was one of the best players in the um, – was one of the uh, was one of the better quarterbacks in the conference last year. Five uh, – you know, uh, one of the top five guys. I think you could look at that and, um, you know, say to yourself that, uh, okay, um, you know, right now, uh, Arizona is uh, – Arizona needs a top three quarterback play from him. Now, where can they get that top three? Because, again, you got Caleb Williams returning from USC. Granted, he is coming off injury, though, so that is a little bit different. He's coming off injury, though, as we know. Um, but the one thing about him that I, uh, I think, uh, you know, is that he's going to be good. But then after that, you got Bo Nix, you got Michael Penix, you got guys like that. Jaden Delora needs to be able to get himself in that mix right there. If Jaden Delora can get himself in that mix, then I think he'll feel pretty good about where Arizona uh, could be. And there's no reason, quite frankly, that he shouldn't. Because, again, he's a very talented football player. We all know that. He's a very talented quarterback, and he's got the weapons. There's really no excuse for him not to be able to take that next step. Because, again, he was blessed with the weapons in which he is. And on top of that, this is a player who um, – has generally thought her has generally, you know, played some of his best ball in some of his biggest moments. And so you've got the receiving core that we talked about yesterday. You've got also the, uh, uh, you know, between having a loaded receiving core, having a loaded tight end unit as well. And I think an ever improving offensive line, along with a solid running back unit, everything's there for Jaden Delora to take that next step. And I think he is going to take that next step. Um, now, if you watch him in the scrimmage, the one thing that I think uh, a lot of people would like to see is him start taking off with the football um, that uh, being able to, because again, and after the Mississippi state game, 
Uh, you know, Jed Fish talked about how he needed to be able to, you know, take the plays with his feet while he's there. I think an ideal number rushing yards for him is about 350 yards. Again, don't want him going out there and rushing 13 times for 125 yards every single game, although I uh, wouldn't be opposed to that. But what you do want to see him do, though, is when uh, when teams are all when teams are backpedaling, teams are backing up on him, get in there and make them pay for that. And again, I think that there's every reason to believe that he can do that and that he will do that. So, again, I'm big on what he can do right there from a uh, from a statistical standpoint and from a. Um, just having the talent around him. So again, I think this offense needs to be one of the top three in the conference right there in combined yards and points. And honestly, with the talent that they have, I don't know why they shouldn't. Because again, look at the talent around the league right here. Uh, USC's probably got better talent. Um, Oregon might, maybe. But I don't know that anybody has better skill position talent than Arizona outside of maybe USC. And that is a crazy thing to say. I know that, but you know what? Arizona's got the talent to be able to make this one occur, and I expect them to be able to do just that. Now, when it comes to the uh, the quarterback, excuse me, when it comes to that, uh, the quarterback or uh, the defense, then if I need the offense to be a top three unit, I need the defense to be a top eight unit. Again, just looking for improvement here. Don't need uh, don't need anything where you're like, oh gosh, you know that's not reasonable or you know anything like that. That's not what we're looking for right here. All I'm looking for is Arizona to be able to um, get Arizona. All I'm looking for is for Arizona to be able to get that. Uh, defense to where you don't go into every game saying, all right, well, you know what? If we don't score 55 points, we're probably not going to win the game. That's not what we're looking for right here. That's not what I'm looking for right here. Um, and honestly, that's okay. The one thing about this is that um, I think that Arizona right now has some playmakers, right? I mean, the defense last year, let's be honest, was not good. I mean, it got a little bit better towards the end of the year. Got to give them credit on that. They started forcing some turnovers, and that's not something that you can underrate. When they started forcing some turnovers, things got a little bit better for them. Duh. But I think this next this year, though, Arizona's got to take that next step. And I think a big part of that step is bring back the great Dwayne Aquina. Now, Dwayne Aquina is a defensive backs coach as there has ever been in college football, he is that dude. Um, what he has been able to do, uh, what he has been able to do um, during his time, uh, during his time here, has been um, very impressive. You know, from the guys that he's uh, been able to produce, um, from the guys that he's been able to produce, that uh, um, he's good. And I think. Uh, I think what you're also excited about is being able to get him um, with those defensive backs because how many times have you watched Arizona and you're like, all right, well, what are they doing right there? Uh, the defensive backs are playing 35 yards off the ball and you're just giving up 15-yard easy uh, first downs. That can't happen anymore, and Dwayne Aquino will not allow that to happen anymore. That's why it's great that he's back. And when you watch the energy in which some of these guys are playing with, when you watch that, it's some pretty impressive stuff. Again, they're looking to strip the ball. They're looking to run, and they're looking to make plays out there. Whereas last year's team, it was almost like let's just not give up an eighty. Uh, let's just not give up an eighty-yard uh, an eighty-yard run 
And then, um, so um, we'll see right there. We'll we'll see, but I'm excited to be a team kicker. But overall, good stuff there for Arizona. Dwayne Aquina. Um, Dwayne Aquina is, I think, kind of the guy that is going to put everything together right here. Yes, I know that he's only an analyst, um, but um, I think that he is going to have a much, much bigger role on that. And when you watch him coach out there at the game, when you watch him coach there at the games, um, he is the player that uh, – or he's the guy who – um, is in the middle of everything. I know he's 66, but um, I think he's also a guy who is a very young 66. He's been around forever. We know that, but he's also, I mean, some of these older dudes, they're just hip. You look at Pete Carroll. That's the epitome of a dude that's just hip right there. And I think that Dwayne Aquina is that dude. Um so we'll find out exactly what uh, we'll find out exactly what goes on there. But he's also got some pieces to work with there. I'm very curious what Priceaw can look like with a year under uh, Dwayne Aquina. Also, I'm very I'm curious to see what can happen with the safeties. Um, because again, we talked about Genesis Smith has a world of potential. You've got other guys as well. Um, you know, a Isaiah Taylor. What can he do with all of these players? I think that he's going to make a big impact. I really do. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if they push for him to be a full-time coach uh, next year. I think that uh, it just makes too much sense. If you've got a uh, coach like that, if you've got an all-time great like that, why not utilize him in the most you can? Now, again, a lot of that's going to be up to him. Does he want to do it? But I think having Dwayne Aquina there is going to be big for the University of Arizona. Um, so, again, that's what I'm looking for right there. I need the offense to be in the top three in the conference, which it has the talent to do. And I need the defense to be top eight. Again, not asking you to be the desert swarm. Just asking you to be the top eight. You're in the top eight. I think a lot of things start to look at. <coughs> excuse me. A lot of things start to take care of themselves right there. Okay. Now, special teams perspective then. It is so nice having a guy that in Tyler loop that is consistent from 40 yards in for field goals. That is just, that is what you want. Um, that is what you want. And you want him to be able, uh, because again, when I grew up, I was watching Arizona football and the one thing about him is, or the one thing about it is that you always had great special teams. Now, again, the offenses were terrible most of the time, but the core or the uh, special teams were great. You had guys like Steve McLaughlin, who you know, Luke Rosa, award winner. Before that, you had Zendejas. Heck, after uh, you had Matt Payton after uh, um, uh, excuse me, Steve McLaughlin. So you always had dudes that were going to be able to make the easy kicks and to be able to uh, use a good field uh, position. That Arizona has gotten away from uh, for a while, and that is unfortunate. Not blaming Jed Fish for that, but I mean, you just look at some of the guys you're probably highlighted by Alex Zendejas, certainly not Max Zendejas. Um, and Alex Zendejas is um, one of those guys that made a living basically uh, missing extra points, missing big field goals, blaming others, and 
Remember the time that he kicked the ball into the head of the center, or excuse me, one of the offensive tackles, giving him a concussion. That was an all-time moment right there. Tyler Loop is none of that. Tyler Loop is consistent. We like Tyler Loop a great deal, as we like Kyle Ostendorf at the punter position. Um, think the Arizona, think Arizona's in a pretty good spot right there at the special team spot. And I'd love to see our guy, your guy, everybody's guy, Rayshon Speedy Luke, affectionately known as Fam on this show. Get the ball eight to ten times per game, and I want a bunch of those to be in the return spot. Um, uh, still, I'd like to see. I'd like to see him uh, be in the be in that position again. Last year, you had guys that were going back to uh, return or uh, receive the punts, but they were just doing a fair catch, and that was it. This time, it's time to turn the field right there, and so I think Arizona special teams in pretty good shape. All right, now. One thing, though, that is always in good shape is Built Bar. All right. Now, you might say to yourself, Built Bar, Mike, what can Bilt, what's unique about Built Bar? It tastes good. First of all, you can get a lot of protein in it. And not only can you get a lot of protein in Built Bar, again, it tastes good. Did I mention that it tastes good? And so, again, when you're getting ready to finish your workout up and you're like, man, I don't got anything to, uh, I don't got, I, I want something good uh, taste. That's where Built Bar comes in. It tastes like a candy, but it operates like a protein bar. Check it out, Built Bar. We'll be right back with you. We're going to transition over to some Arizona hoops. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now some Arizona basketball talk. All right, transfer portal. Everybody talking about what's Arizona going to do. First, and we talked about it before, we're going to talk about this more tomorrow as well. The transfer portal is a new age of college basketball now. You need to be able to go into the portal and get dudes that can play. Again, total respect to said Henderson. Total respect to Courtney Ramey. They did a fantastic job for Arizona. Those guys, though, are more of kind of your sixth, seventh guys. Those are your rotational pieces. Again, you have to have dudes like that, but you can't really have them as a frontline type player. At that point, I think it becomes a little bit problematic, and that's not something that you really want. Um, now, Lloyd is, uh, you know, now you look around the conference or you look around the country, you look in the Elite Eight, you look in the Sweet 16, heck, I mean, you look anywhere, there were a lot of Final Four, there were a lot of guys on these teams. I mean, heck, you just look at Texas itself, where you had Marcus Carr from Minnesota, Serge Jabari Rice from New Mexico State, uh, Timmy Allen from Utah, on and on down, Tyrese Halliburton, or Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Hunter, Again, from Iowa State, you had a lot of guys that were big-time contributors. Heck, you look at Miami. You got a, a Nigel Pack. You look at Kansas State, Marquise Noel, maybe the best player in the tournament, a Keontae Johnson. Across the board, good dudes, good players, um, guys that can really play basketball. Those are difference makers. Again, 
Doug Gottlieb always says there are no pros in the transfer portal. I agree with that, but there are all conference players in the transfer portal. You got to be able to get those all conference players. Arizona needs to get a couple of those right here. Don't know who they're going to get, but this has to be a year that Tommy Lloyd steps that part up and says, you know, all right, I run a, uh, I run a fun style of play. We're good. Um, we're a national brand. There's no reason that you shouldn't be able to go out and get some of those guys out there. And honestly, I expect Arizona to be able to get some of those guys. And I would be disappointed if they can't, because again, you got something to sell right there. Now, um, with you looking at the portal, there's a lot of good players. I think it's something like 10,000 players are in the portal or whatever the case may be. It's something like that, but that's where you got to be able to make that mark though. You got to get those guys. It's cool to get the international players. Nothing wrong with that. Tommy Lloyd obviously feels very comfortable with those type of players, but a guy like a Philly B, um, you know, with all due respect, those aren't the players that you need right now. You need guys that can come in and get your 15 and seven on air, 15 and six on a game by game by game basis. It's cool to have the Philly B, but that's a guy that you're going to work with long term, I think, to hopefully, you know, boost what you need to do right there. So, again, some of these guys might be in the portal, some of them might not be. Wink, wink, wink. But, um, you know, you look at it just from a shooting guard position. I'm just throwing out names. Again, these guys won't end up at Arizona, but I'm just throwing out names. You look at Caleb Love at North Carolina. Yes, I know that he wasn't an uber efficient uh, uh, shooter. You know, I get that. But I also seen him drop 30 points in the final four. And what did Arizona lack last year? And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit tomorrow. What did Arizona lack? Arizona lacked guys that could get the ball at the end of the game and make plays. And not only that, guys that embraced the end of game situations. That's what Arizona needs. That's what they did not have last year. So again, you got to be able to get those type of dudes right there. Then, and then I think things start to work out a little bit better for you at that point. Um, but again, there's no reason that Tommy Lloyd shouldn't be able to get those. You got KJ Lewis coming in next year. He's a nice piece. I think that he's going to force his way into playing time. I think he gets himself 12 minutes per game, just off being athletic, just off being strong, all of that. I think that there, you know, there's a lot to like right there with him, but I think, you know, also there's some other guys that you have to be able to get in there and say, all right, you got to be able to make some plays Um, in Arizona right now. I don't know who those guys are, but you got to be able to find them. Now, a lot of that is also going to be because of, uh, Kylan Boswell. I think Kylan Boswell makes a huge jump this coming year. I think he shows massive improvement. Um, and I'm not really breaking anything there, but I expect him to be an all-conference type guy. Umar Ballo, much the same way. So you got two positions right there that I think are pretty much spoken for. And then I like Pella Larson coming off the bench. Again, Pella's not Pella's a solid player, but Pella can't really dribble, and Pella's not a great shooter either. So that's always going to limit Pella to a certain extent, but I'm more than okay with him coming off the bench. Um, all right. But, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back with you. We're going to talk more about this. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk more about Arizona basketball right now and what that needs to do. Um, the other thing that I think with this squad that uh, – You've got to be able to get shooters. You've got to be able to get playmakers. And again, you, more so than anything, you got to get dudes that want it. What you found out against Princeton is that Arizona's got some front runners. And this is, you know, again, uh, <clears throat> Azulis Tabell is coming back and be great. But 
you know, uh, he's also, he's not a closer. He's not a finisher type. I think we, we know that by now. Uh, Kirk Kreisa, um, thank him for everything that he's done here, but it was time to move on. I think for both sides, because quite frankly, Kurt's just not good enough. Um, you know, I know that he gets hurt when he goes into the tournament, but it's just not good enough. And in Arizona, you can do better than Kirk Kreisa. Also on top of that, the antics really wear thin after a while. So wish him nothing but the best, um, wherever he goes, but, I, I'm I'm uh, I can do without I can do without Kirk Reese. I'll put it to you like that. Um, so again, but you've got uh, so you've got two guys right there, and you've got a few rotational pieces. But you got overall the roster to a certain degree right here. Now, if Azulus Tabellos comes back, that makes things easier. But I think, like we also found out too, that Zoo's not that typical frontline star that you generally see at Arizona. So there's a lot to do with Tommy Lloyd here, and we're going to talk about player by player expectations, what Arizona needs uh, tomorrow, but. Right now, the big offseason here for Tommy Lloyd, and I think he's going to pass with flying colors. All right, everybody out there, you have a great rest of your Tuesday. As always, appreciate you a ton, and thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.